Welcome to the Central Alabama High School Sports Show podcast brought to you by Andrew Sports Medicine, Lander Frost, Hamburger Heaven, Huffman Electric, and State Farm. And hello again, everybody. I'm Snapper Lancaster, welcoming you to another edition of the Central Alabama High School Sports Show. Well, as you can tell from the front of our skirt here, we're at Hoover High School today where we're going to be recognizing a couple of outstanding coaches, one of them a championship coach, and we'll get to that in a little bit. But uh, in the opening set with me, I've got the athletic director here, Andy Urban. Andy, awfully good to see you again. Appreciate y'all being here. And for the people that might be seeing you for the first time or in a long time because you were on our show many years ago, uh, tell us a little bit about your background and what has led you to be the athletic director here at Hoover High. Well, I was hired here in the fall of 07 to be an assistant baseball coach and uh, uh, freshman football coach and did, and did that for several years. And then uh, Myra uh, was, you know, gave me the opportunity to be assistant athletic director for a year, and then uh, she decided to retire the next year, and luckily I got the job and uh, just been you know, working in it ever since. Well, I tell you what, now, of course, uh, uh, I, I meet a lot of athletic directors that are coaches and, and or have coached. And I guess one of the, the main questions I would have for you, Andy, talk about the adjustment. There has to be one from uh, what we'd say to the field, to the office, when you do move from uh, coaching your sport. And it's a whole different job. So what about that adjustment? How was it for you? Um, the adjustment was, was very different. Uh, one, you don't want to... Um, tell people how to coach, you know, and when you're a coach, you're always coming up with new ideas, new new ways of doing things. And a lot of times, you know, as an athletic director, you, you want the coach to coach with their style, their way. Uh, they know their team. They know their players. Um, you know, you, you quickly fall into the line of, hey, you know, are we doing what we're supposed to be doing? Are we making good grades? Are we handling ourselves with good character? Are we representing our school in the right way? And so you kind of fall on that line really quickly because the – the teams are, you know, the coaches are hired to do a job, and we, you know, we want them to be able to do that. Well, and I know uh, as Chris and I were coming into the area where we're taping the show, we just uh, went by a lot of y'all's plaques and everything. What uh, a testament to the outstanding coaches you have, plus athletes. And, and, and uh, being in your position now, and every once in a while you're in the process, you hire new coaches and that. Uh, and I know Hoover has the reputation of trying to get some of the best in the business. Uh, talk about that because Hoover is continually year after year, and it's a combination of coaches and athletes uh, contributing and having outstanding championship programs. And, and you just keep on, keep on, on as the old saying goes. Well, yeah, we do. Our coaches do a great job. The work ethic here is is unmatched um, for their sport. We we have several coaches who you know our track coach. He coaches all three sports. Uh, he's here, puts um, thousands of hours in. Our our, our programs work. Um, we don't. We, our success is is driven off the work ethic of of the coaches, the hours the kids put in, um, and it's uh, it's it's pretty humbling to to be the athletic director with those guys and and women who work as hard as they do. So it's a it's a kind of an awesome thing, and it does get going. The momentum does help. One sport leads into another sport. One sport does this. The next sport wants to do that, and so we're we're challenged to, you know, play across the country and, and challenge our kids and give our kids a unique opportunity. And so I, I guess you've been at your um, AD's job quite a few years now. And uh, what challenge? What's the biggest challenge for you as an athletic director 
Is it uh, just keeping everybody on the same keel or always uh, looking for whom you might be looking at uh, should another opening come up? How, how does that work for you, and, and how do you go about doing that? Well, you know, Myra used to tell me, hey, we, you always have to have a short list, you know, of coaches. Um, I don't go out looking because I, I try to, you know, make our opportunity here for our coaches to be successful, and that's what we're trying to do. But we do know that people leave and, and, and take better opportunities or, or different opportunities, and we want to challenge our, our coaches to do that. Um, but the biggest, the biggest challenge is on a daily basis what we're dealing with, with it, whether it be an issue with a team, issue with a parent, issue with a coach, that we have to, you know, make sure we make the right decision on the best decision for the interest of the school. Well, I tell you what, uh, Andy, and I'm always used to call it a coach because that's where we started out. But uh, it's awfully good to see you again. We're tickled to death to be able to come to Hoover High School. What we've done, we've brought our show on the road, so to speak, because of all the uh, road construction that they've been doing. And we did not want the players or the coaches put in that situation. And so we're enjoying going from school to school because it's a new experience. And, and I think it, maybe it's a win-win for all of us right now. Yeah. But just want you to know, awfully good to see you. Glad to be here visiting and, and uh, uh, recognizing a couple of your coaches and look forward to seeing you down the road. Yeah, we really appreciate it. You guys do a great job. And we're, we're thankful for the opportunity to share our message and, and get, you know, get our brand out. Good to see you. Yeah. Folks, we'll take a quick break. We'll come back and we'll be visiting with the first coach of the evening. Don't you go away. We'll be right back. You can catch our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also visit us on our social media outlets, Facebook and Twitter. Be sure to like and subscribe to our platforms. If you have an idea for a show topic or would like to be a sponsor, please email us at castvshow321 at gmail.com. Land of Frost Premium is America's best-selling one-pound daily pouch, now available in 12 delicious flavors, including new flavors of muskeet turkey and cotto salami. High school athletes across the country ask for Land of Frost by name. These great items are available at your local grocer, including Piggly Wiggly, Food Giant, Western Supermarkets, and many more. Land of Frost also makes other varieties of lunch meats, including daily shaved bristro and sub-sandwich kits. Land of Frost is a proud sponsor of youth sports as well. At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine, orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons, we have spine surgeons, we have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great 
is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose. We're all very competitive, and we're not going to lose against their illness or their injury. And folks, welcome back. As you can tell, we've got our first guest with us, and it's the Head boys basketball coach, of course, it's uh, Charles Burkett. Coach Burkett, always good to see you. It's been a little while. Yeah, it's good so, to see uh, before we get this interview in high gear about your team and the kind of season y'all had this year, uh, for people that may be seeing you for the first time, tell us a little bit about your background and how you ended up here at Hooper. <clears throat> um, graduate of Jacksonville State, um, played for Bill Jones. Um, uh, my first coaching stint was at Sachs High School. And I left Sachs, and I just finished my 13th year here. Wow, I knew it had been a while. I didn't realize the years do get yeah, by. It does. I know I've been doing this show 20 years, and it really yeah. don't seem like it on some days. Other days, it does seem like it. It does. When uh, um, This past season, your team, you had another pretty good team, didn't you? I did. Um, I mean, it wasn't projected to be as good, but um, when you have – if you look at our statue about the makeup of our, our team, then you would see what I'm talking about. But, um, you know, you got to have a lot of heart inside those guys, and that's what was, was full of heart. What was your, what was your team's uh, record, final record this year? 24 and 9. Oh, okay. Yeah. So as the old saying goes, a lot of the season's not many for you, I'm, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But for a lot of coaches, there's peaks and valleys. Did you mm -hmm. have – Many peaks and valleys, it seems like y'all played on a high level pretty much the whole season, didn't you? Yeah, we did. We played um, a tough part of the schedule early. I think we had a three, maybe four game losing streak early on. But, I mean, you look at the teams we played, and, and that's the quality part of it. If you look at our record, I think you, you would think like we're having a tough year early on. But based on the teams that we played, it, it was tough. Um, uh, I think um, we, we didn't have a bad loss all year. Well, you know, uh, and, and Coach, this will help you um, on this part of that question. Um, I know you schedule your, mm -hmm. your, your teams that y'all are going to play, and, of course, you play your area uh, teams. And then there's flexibility on the other part of it. Mm -hmm. And it, it sounds like to, to me that, that you prefer playing a tougher schedule mm -hmm. out of area schedule than an easier schedule because, uh, uh, first of all, the, the tougher the challenge, the better you have to be. I'm sure you feel that same way. And uh, a lot of times, uh, I guess what I wonder is uh, you set your schedule up. A lot of times coaches will set it up where they play tough teams that have a hard time beating, mm -hmm. teams that they're pretty even with, and then teams that they ought to win. Mm -hmm. And if you don't, you, you're pretty mm -hmm. upset because we let one get away. 
But like you said, a lot of times your team might uh, mature quicker. The athletes turn out to be a little bit better than you thought mm -hmm. they were. And, and that affects the way you play as well, doesn't it? Yeah, well, <clears throat> the overall culture here of the program is to win your last game. And we have to schedule teams that's going to help us do that. So it has nothing to do with me personally. Um, selfishness has no room in this program. For me as a coach trying to schedule easy wins to make my record look good or to make or to um, fluctuate these guys' stats by playing some teams we know we can beat. So it's, it's honest. What you have is a true program. We're going to go out. We're going to play the toughest team around. And because our goal is to be playing on the last day. And you can't cheat yourself, so we never do that. What is, um, is your philosophy as a head coach? And what I mean by that is through the years, you have probably developed a style, whether it be on the offensive side of the basketball, defensive side, mm -hmm. that you want to play. Now, I know um, being around sports as long as I have and, and, and you have, uh, you may have a certain way you want to play, but you may have to compromise some of that in accordance with the athletes you have that year. Mm -hmm. the, the, so I guess uh, compromise uh, works that way for coaches every year, don't it? You may have a certain way you want to play, but yet mm -hmm. you've got to have the athletes that fit that way. Absolutely. We just got through talking about that with my point guard, Amon. Um, you have to um, – this is not college, you know. You, you inherit players. You don't recruit players. Right. So it's easy to have a system and to find kids and plug them into that system. That's easy. But when your system, you know, um, changes players every year, then it becomes hard. That's why we're grounded in defense. I mean, we're going to defend. We're going to – we're going to hold everyone accountable, and we're going to make every opponent beat us. You know, we're not giving up anything. So it uh, doesn't take much talent to defend. You know, right. it's a lot of heart, a lot of effort. Uh, offensively, we're going to have guys that be able to fill it up like we did this year, and sometimes not as much. You right. know, we, uh, we have some guys that possibly can do that next year, but we don't know. But at the end of the day, we're going to defend. Well, I tell you what, I think basketball is almost like any other sport, baseball in particular, and football included, mm -hmm. that the uh, less you let another team score, mm -hmm. the better chance you have to win. And, and like you said, good defense sometimes leads to a lot of quick, instant offensive chances. Well, that's, that's the whole point. Um, great defense leads to easy offense. And not only, you know, you get steals, you get defensive stops, you get – opportunities down the other end. Not only that, but when you play solid defense, it carries over to good offense. Right. Well, I, I know uh, looking to next year, uh, is your team going to – you're going to have a lot of experience coming back. In other words, uh, you're not going to have a lot, whole lot of holes to fill, it, it sounds like. Mm -hmm. So uh, that's a, a plus for you heading into next year. Now, of course, there's always – Surprises. Kids mm -hmm. sometimes end up playing better than you thought, or sometimes mm -hmm. maybe they digress a little bit. You still you won't know that if you actually do it. But it sounds like coming back, you've got to feel good about this group that you'll have coming back next year. Well, it's a young group. Um, like I said, I'm I have no expectation at this point. You know, eight months bring about a lot of change. So we definitely got a lot of growing to do to get back where we are, where we were this year, to have an opportunity to win it. So, you know, I have, I'm, I'm optimistic. We have a bunch of good guys and that's been around the program and watched these two guys the way they did it. Um, 
And I think that, that obviously um, makes it easier when you have um, guys that set the standards so they know what the expectations are. Well, Coach, uh, one question as we get toward the end of our interview here. Uh, I'd be amiss if I didn't ask this one because it's a curiosity question. I know you played college ball. Mm -hmm. you're, you're having a great career thus far mm -hmm. here at Hoover High School. Well, on a, a, another note, just uh, throwing it out there, do you ever think about coaching at the next level or do you feel like you are, are where you need to be? Well, um, I have a daughter that's in high school right now, so I, and, and she's involved in athletics. So I love the opportunity to go and watch her whenever she plays. So that's a big part in my decision now. So in a couple of years, when she graduates, who knows? I right. mean, um, uh, but the catch is, I, you know, I, I kind of enjoy what I'm doing and um, developing kids and uh, just helping them first. So college will always be there. Right. Yeah. Well, I tell you what, Coach, from what, what I've seen, you've done a fantastic job here at Hoover High School thus far. And like you say, you've got a, a pretty good reason to hang around a while. Mm -hmm. But I, I wish you all luck in the world. Your, your programs have done, done fantastic so far. And uh, I imagine you'll be right in the thick of maybe challenging for a championship again next year. So, mm -hmm. But always good to see you, and uh, best of luck to you down the road, okay? Hey, appreciate it. Thanks. We're, we're going to take a quick break, and we come back visit with a couple of athletes so instrumental in the outstanding season the Hoover boys basketball had this year. We'll be right back. post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete, and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose, we're all very competitive, and we're not gonna lose against their illness or their injury. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say, I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky. Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. 
That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdot in Trustville today. played uh, on the varsity boys basketball team, had an outstanding year this year, and uh, sitting closest to me, C.J. Melton, senior, your guard, right? Yes, sir. And then I'm in, uh, I'm in uh, Ellington, your guard as well, senior? Yes, sir. Yes, okay. Sir. All right, guys, going into this year now, uh, Hooper's just one of those schools where there's so much talent here, the coaching is good, you guys are expected to play really well. And so, and have good seasons. So, CJ, going into this year, what were your uh, goals, not only for you individually, but for you and your team? Uh, our major goal is to go to the BJCC. You know, like a lot of people down us. People tell, people were telling us, saying that we couldn't do it, and that just like motivated us every day. And you know, just had to remind the guys that you know we can do it, and just gotta keep fighting. Well, sometimes, like you said. When you get those challenges like that, it turns out to be a positive thing to you rather than a negative, right? Yes, sir. And, uh, oh man, uh, guard, are you point guard, shooting guard? Point guard. Point guard? Yes, sir. So yes, does this mean this gentleman's a shooting guard? Or I played, played all around. Well, yeah, that, that, well, that's what we want. We're going um, into this year, and CJ, we'll start with you, especially uh, area teams that you're, you uh, play, but is there anybody on that schedule that you really look forward to? Over maybe somebody else. Uh, on in the area. Well, it doesn't matter. Whatever. Uh, yeah. I like the big games, like the challenges. Um, yeah. I like to, you know, uh, I like to go against the best guys to show them that, you know, like y'all the same as us. You know, I'm right. the type of person that like to prove people wrong and, you know, just, you know, show them that we can we we yeah. we can do it. Well, how about you, I man? Do, do you? Uh, enjoy looking at that schedule. Say that's who I'm looking forward to playing. No, sir. I'm uh, I'm ready for every game, each and every game. First come, first serve. First come, huh? first serve. All right. Yes, let me ask you this question. I've asked um, uh, different athletes in different sports, but basketball in particular. Do you uh, feel less pressure on the road uh, to to win, or do you feel more pressure at home because it's in front of your crowd and you want to win, or does it matter? It doesn't matter. I I like playing on the road personally. Yeah. Going and getting a win in somebody else's. Yeah, I was going to say one thing about that, and I've heard I had a, a lot of athletes say that, is the fact that the, a hostile crowd, the best way to quieten them is go in there and play your game and, and uh, control their team, right? Yes, uh, how do you feel about that, CJ? Yeah, same with him. Like, I like going to your territory or to your gym and embarrassing it. Oh, yeah. Funny. <laughs> but it's sort of human nature, too, just to want to win that home game because you got mom, dad, in y'all's case, girlfriends, friends, everybody there, and you want to win. And so if you don't watch it, you could put pressure on yourself. But, you know, we, I mean, me and him have been playing basketball since we were little. And, like, you know, I guess, you know, our parents, are, our support has been on us, you know, been on us. So it's nothing really – when we get on the court at home, or it's, it's really no pressure at all. You know, we just like playing at home games because right. it's the territory, but but it's really no pressure. All right, now, see, I, I knew two things about you guys before you even sat down. One thing I knew is you're outstanding students because if you don't qualify in the classroom, you don't make it to the basketball court, right? right. And two, because of the way you play on, your, on the court, y'all are pretty good athletes. Now, having said that, there's, been, there's pressure to perform on the court, 
pressure in the classroom because you've got to make those grades, right? So what I want to know, and we'll start with you, CJ, what do you do to get away from that pressure? When you've got a little free time, what do you do to just totally relax and enjoy yourself? Uh, personally, I like to draw. Um, or I like to think about my future. You know, like what my future going to hold. I daydream. Uh, I think about, um, just think about positive things. Uh, that's, yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, how about you? Uh, I don't look at it as pressure. It's just like opportunity for me. It's just an opportunity to, uh, you know, show what, I, what I'm about, you know, as a person and as a player. But, you know, off the court, I really like to sleep, honestly. Just oh, yeah. Well, I mean, that, that's a good time. You, you expend a lot of energy on the court, and yes, you sir. spend a lot of brain power in that classroom, right? Yes, well, let me ask you, uh, you guys, both seniors, do you um, have a scholarship yet, or do you hope know where you want to go next year? No, sir. I have an offer from Iowa Central Community College. But I don't know as of right now. Okay. Well, now, um, as you get into that next stage of your education, uh, has there been any thought of what you might like to do down the road do you, as as a uh, occupation? Do you know? Uh, I think I want to study physical therapy or sports medicine somewhere along those lines. Right. But not really sure yet. Something that just keeps you in the sports, yeah, right? Sure. Okay. Uh, how about you, CJ? Uh, I got a actually I'm committed from uh, to I mean not from to uh, Presbyterian College. Okay. Yes, sir, um, St. Clinton, South Carolina. Um, and so what kind of subject will you be taking? What do you hope to do one day? Uh, if basketball don't work out, um, I'd like to be a PA. Oh, really? Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, you know, I, I, I talk to, uh, to coaches a lot, too, about, and it'll surprise you how many of them didn't think they'd end up being a coach. They all had dreams of doing something else. Not all of them, but a lot of them. And, but they said they'd ended up in a business they totally loved. And so with that thought in mind, uh, CJ, if it ever it worked out for you, would you like to be involved in basketball in some capacity in the future? Oh, yeah, of course. I mean, basketball is my love. Like, it's one thing I go to when I, you know, down or just like anything. Like, basketball makes me who I am. Yeah, what about you, Mike? Uh, yes, uh, I spend like most of my day surrounded by basketball, whether it's in, in the gym or watching it on TV or you know, just doing anything around it. And, and one thing I always like to watch at and, and ask athletes about is, in, in this case it being basketball, who is your favorite collegiate or pro basketball player? If you could play just a little bit like them, that's what you want your game. I don't believe like I, I play like anybody. I, play, I believe I play like myself, but – you know, I like to watch different players, like great players. They go in and out. You know, I can tell who's going to be successful and what they do. And so, you know, of course, like the star players who put up, put up the numbers, but um, you know, just like go on and on about different players. Yeah. Well, how about you? I just like different players who have a little bit of what I have. Yeah. That I can, you know, take to to my game. And right. Use right. for me, just you know, a little sprinkle here and there to help me overall. Well, I tell you what, like, and, and coach, and uh, all your coaches will tell you this too: the more rounded you can be, the better you can be at all aspects of your game. Uh, probably the, the better chance you really have to be uh, uh, successful. Well, uh, a couple of questions as we close out the interview: uh, athletes. So, and I was an athlete 50 years ago, believe it or not. But uh, a lot of us have uh, uh, superstitions. Maybe is the best way to put it. Uh, CJ, is there anything you superstitious about or think you got to do this way or that way or you're not going to be successful? No, uh, no, sir. I mean, I believe, like, um, if you just don't – I mean, I just go with the flow. Nothing, like, if I think about it, it's going to make me think about it. That's just happening. Like, it just, it's not going to 
it's not gonna go as what I scripted it to be. Oh, okay. How about you? Nah, no, sir. I just feel like if I'm prepared for you know the game, then I'll be fine. You know, I don't have any superstitions. If I come come in the game ready, it'll be okay. Well, good. Well, listen, guys. I know you've been successful. Both of you off to college next year. Wish you the best of luck. And the last question I got to this point in your young lives: uh, Who's been most inspirational person or persons? We'll start with you, CJ. Uh, most inspirational person would be my dad. You know, he always been with me uh, in the gym from the start. So, yeah. it's been my dad and my mom. They supported me in both ways. My mom always been up for me. Well, my dad has spent countless hours in the gym with me. So, yeah. Well, as the old saying goes, too, and those countless hours have paid off, and, and that's terrific. Guys, both of you seniors on your way next year, wish you all the luck in the world, okay? And uh, nice to have you visit with us. Folks, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're visiting with a championship coach. you got to stick around and see who it is. We'll be right back. The next time you need electrical work, whether it be commercial or residential, you need to call Huffman Electrical Contractors. A company that's been in business for over 35 years, they've served clients not only locally in the Birmingham area and all over the state, but have clients outside the state of Alabama as well. Whether it's a new building or remodeling an older building or home, they can handle the job for you. Once again, that's Huffman Electrical Contractors. The number to call is 205-661-5005. That's 205-661-5005, where at Huffman Electrical Contractors, a satisfied customer is always their number one objective. And folks, welcome back. And as you can tell, I've got an outstanding, a pretty young lady here who is a better basketball coach than she is pretty, I think. <laughs> and the reason I'm saying that, of course, they won the 7A state championship and Coach Crystal Johnson. And uh, Coach, always good to see you. It's you been a, too. It's been a while. But congratulations, another championship. Never Thank gets you. old, does it? No, sir, it does not. Uh, how many years uh, at Hoover now for you? Um, technically, it's my eighth, but it's my third back as a head coach. Yeah, and uh, how many uh, titles? Have you just won this one? I thought you had another. Have you won? No, this is our second one since we've been back. We won yeah. in 2017. That's what I was thinking. Yeah, uh, my goodness. So going, well, going into this year, um, and, and I think uh, every coach feels the same way. You feel good about your team, but – did you feel like that this group had the potential to be state champions? Definitely. Um, we, we always knew we had probably the most talented team in the state, but the previous year obviously kind of created some doubt because we felt that way in 2018 too. So we knew that even though we had the most talent, that we had to be able to put the perfect game plan and together every game to make sure we could win this year as opposed to how we did last year. Yeah, one, uh, what was y'all's final record this year? 34-1. and one. Oh, I, I, I knew for a long time you had one loss, and I said, they're probably going to get another one. Well, I, I've been proven wrong. <laughs> I've been proven wrong. And uh, so, so, golly, that's great. I knew y'all had a good record, but uh, only one loss. You know, for a lot of teams, when I sat down and talked to the coaches, uh, they have peaks and valleys in mm -hmm. the season, you know. 
And uh, if uh, they're lucky, then they peak at the right time and can maybe do some serious damage and even win a championship. But your team must have played. Did it surprise you at the level they played all year long? Um, I think what surprised me was how fast we played. Previous years, we normally we're generally a bigger team. That's you know got real tall girls. This year, we didn't have but like two people that were over six feet. Wow. One of those is a guard. So we had some people that had to play some positions they had normal they don't normally play. Um, but I think the only thing that really surprised me was how fast we played this season. Yeah. We were able to create a lot of turnovers with our defense and. We got out in transition really well, which is obviously expected since we had all so many guards. Right. Wow. Well, I, I was going to say, uh, yeah, your transition game had to have been phenomenal yeah. for you. Um, well, as uh, being the head coach, and this is one thing I like to talk to head coaches about too, you're responsible for your schedule. Mm -hmm. And, uh, of course, uh, the one thing you don't have any control over is the area because you know who you're going to be playing. But – uh, and, and I was uh, talking with um, uh, Coach Burkett about this, and I'm curious as how you attack it. Uh, uh, when you set up your schedule, and, and one word uh, he used, I don't mean to use because didn't, I didn't want to come out that way, is you, I know you don't schedule passes. That's not what you do. Mm -hmm. But I also feel like you, play, you, do, you schedule what there's absolutely nothing wrong with. You schedule teams you ought to be. Uh, every once in a while. And if you don't, then you know your team is really not where you want them to be. And then I'm sure you want to just uh, uh, schedule teams that you know that's going to be a competitive game because you're going to grow for it. Mm -hmm. And every once in a while you like those tough games where if you, you, you can sort of tell exactly where you are. And, and, and let me ask you this, too, along with that aspect of it. Uh, I've been one of these people all through my career covering sports and in sports. I believe there is such thing as a good loss. Mm -hmm. That Absolutely. you can grow from um, losing. You don't like it. That's there's a cold. That's not what we mean to say at all. But if there's somebody that's significantly better, and and you almost beat them but don't, well, uh, you know that you can build from that. Yeah. And 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 so I just wondered. Uh, uh, with, with your philosophy, how do you like to do that as a general rule? Well, for the most part, Coach Burkett does handle our scheduling. So some of the games that we have, I don't have any control over. Um, he schedules them, and he has contracts with people. Right. Um, and our area games, obviously, we don't have any control over. But we try to make sure we get a lot of competition in the middle of our area games. We go out of state a lot because right. we know we can find good competition out of state. And that's basically how I schedule Um I don't mind going and playing somebody at their place if it's a hostile environment because right. the girls need it. Uh, it does become a feeling like complacency when, like this year, we were beating people by a lot of points and we tried to make sure our schedule was harder so they wouldn't think that every game was going to be a blowout. Right. So, you know, we appreciate those harder games where we got pushed and our one loss at Hazel Green was like very hostile environment. We actually lost by 18. It was the third game of the season, so. I think that kept us humble for the rest of the season. Yeah, well, it's amazing, like you say, how sometimes a certain game will stick in the mind of the kids. We don't want that happening mm -hmm. no more to us, you know. Well, let me ask you this, too, and, and uh, different coaches have different philosophies. Uh, what is your philosophy when it comes – you've got to have a certain type game you would like to play. Mm -hmm. But how much compromise come, works into your part of being a head coach when – you can't play the kind of game you want to play because your talent doesn't fit it. And you have, you have to compromise a little bit to play to the strength of your players sometimes. 
Has that ever occurred with you? Um, yeah, obviously, like, we may play a team where we want to play fast, but they may be a team that likes to play fast as well. So we try to make sure we settle down, we play more discipline that game. But that's something I try to pre preach to them as a coach is just be ready for all teams. We should be able to go fast, go slow, press, don't press, man zone, and just be able to do all aspects of the game, and that way nothing surprises us. Have you learned to live with uh, this premise since you've been the head uh, basketball coach here at Hoover that everybody is wanting to knock you off? Absolutely, and I played here too, so yeah, it's been like that forever. Yeah, and, and, and that's always something you can use in a, as emotional bail. Uh, to type two, Correct. right? Because they need to know that every night, regardless of who you're playing and how inferior they may be, everybody wants to be Hoover. So we have to play hard every single night. Well, looking ahead, I mean, you took, took care of this year, that championship, that's the best you can do. And that never gets old winning, does it? <laughs> no, uh, so let's look uh, uh, down the road a little bit. Uh, are you losing many seniors or are you having quite a few good younger players that you expect to um, – really help out the team next year. What does it look like for you? Well, we lose year? four seniors. All of them were contributors on this year's team, but we get seven girls back and we have a lot of young talent coming up. So we should be able to pick up where we left off next year. Well, uh, and, and how much pressure, like I said, um, is it, does it bother you that much that uh, Hoover has the reputation you're supposed to do well all the time? Well, it, it has, it takes a combination. It takes the good coaching and the good players. And sometimes it, you may just not be quite as good as you're used to being. Does that ever bother you in any way? It doesn't bother me. I'm used to it. Like I said, I played here from 1997 to 2001. So I was a part of the teams that kind of established that culture here. So it doesn't bother me at all. If anything, I expect us to do well just as much as people expect us to do well. And I'm going to ask you a question that a lot of times I ask the, the male coaches, but I think it has to apply to you ladies as well. You have uh, was an outstanding player, uh, outstanding coach here in high school. Could a, would a college job ever interest you, or do you feel like you where you need to be? Yeah, that's definitely my dream job. I want to coach in college one day, but until then, I'm here to stay. Well, I tell you what, Coach, um, that's uh, good news for Hoover, bad news for the opposition, and, and that's always good to say. But as long as y'all are winning, and, and I don't want to come out this to come out the wrong way, but you've got to be super successful in high school for college to even consider you. Mm -hmm. And so from that standpoint, i, I got to feel, do you feel like in the back of your mind, if things continue on this uh, road, that Somebody may come knocking one day, and yeah, we're talking possibly. about college. Well, I tell you what, you keep putting these W's and championships together, it ain't no problem. It may happen, and whatever you want to do in the future, I wish you all the luck in the world. Thank you. Right now, just stay hot at Hoover, and I know that's what you intend to do and hope to do. Okay? Yes, sir. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, two ladies, very instrumental in a championship season the Lady Bucks had this year. We'll be right back. And this will be your premium right here. Sorry to interrupt. I just want to say, I combined home and auto with State Farm. Saved 760 bucks. Love this guy. Okay, does it bother anybody else that the mime is talking? Freaky. Bundle home and auto, and you could save 760 bucks. That's 760 very good reasons to call Alan Gurdow in Trustville today.
At Andrew Sports Medicine, we partner with our patients, trying to help them overcome the obstacles that keep them from achieving their goals. This practice aggressively pursues victory over injury, over pain, over limitation, over, over anything that's gonna keep you from being the best you can be. It starts with our non-surgical physicians who are trained in sports medicine and orthopedic injuries. Uh, we have specialists in sports medicine with shoulders, elbows, and knees. We have hip specialists that do uh, only hip surgery, including arthroscopy, minimally invasive resurfacing, and total hip replacement if needed. We have joint replacement surgeons. We have spine surgeons. We have surgeons that specialize in foot and ankle surgery and in hand surgery. So just about all the specialties of orthopedics are covered in injury sports medicine. What makes the great surgeons great is their volume of experience at making decisions, whether that's intraoperative decisions, post-operative decisions, pre-operative decisions, the decision to operate on somebody or not operate on them. And so our volume here breeds good decision-making that gives us an edge in terms of making decisions for our patients, which ultimately is a lot of times the difference between success and failure. The teams, the players, the parents, have confidence in us because they know we're gonna communicate with them, we're gonna create a plan unique to that athlete or that person, and we're gonna get them back to their, their thing as quickly and as safely as we can. At Andrew Sports Medicine, our mission is to partner with our patients and to help them succeed and, and achieve victory. Whether you're a weekend warrior, a grandparent with a shoulder problem, or a professional athlete, you get the same care, the same high-level technology, the same uh, aggressiveness that we would in a professional athlete and we, we treat everyone the same way. None of us like to lose, we're all very competitive and we're not gonna lose against their illness or their injury. Hey, and welcome back folks. As you can tell, two outstanding, beautiful young ladies that are better athletes and than they are pretty, and you're pretty girls. So, Thank first you. of all, congratulations Thank on your state championship. Thank you, Thank you sir. I, I'll treat you just like I do the guys. That's what I imagine most of you girls play for. It ain't second place, is it? No. So, not at Hoover anyway. Well, that's great. And um, to start with, Melanie Hall, uh, senior guard, and then uh, Maya Kimber, a senior guard as well, right? Yes, sir. All right, now girls, both of y'all being seniors, the first thing I will ask you, are you headed off to a certain college on scholarship next year? Um, I'm not, I haven't decided yet what I'm doing. You know, undecided is a very popular university. <laughs> but but um, uh, do you have any idea of what you might like to do when you go to school, what kind of courses you may hit in? I'm going to be a criminal justice major, and I might minor in psychology. Oh, okay. In other words, if I, if I break the law, you better not be around, right? Right. Okay. Well, have you never thought that maybe somewhere down the road you might like to coach a sport you love so much? I've, I've always, like, even as a kid, I've wanted to, like, be a lawyer, so. Oh, really? Well, like, don't ever quit chasing your dreams. If that's what you have and that's what you want to be, good luck, okay? Thank you. And uh, Maya? Yes, sir. Now, tell me, uh, have we had a scholarship? Yes, we do. For a ride to West Alabama. West Alabama? Yes, sir. And what do you hope to do there other than play good basketball? Well, I'm still trying to decide on that. But, like, my future job is to play in the WNBA. Really? Well, you know, I have had very few ladies tell me that. And I see nothing wrong with that because that should probably be a goal of a lot of young ladies. Well, going into this season, both of you being seniors, and so we just start with you since we're talking. What did you expect for yourself this year and for your team as a whole? 
um, for us to play better than we played last year and to not go out how we did because we honestly, we went into that game not prepared. We went into there thinking that we could just win again, but that's not how it went down. Yeah, well, it, you know, it, and it happens sometimes, and, um, and sometimes, like you said, uh, when you lose one like that, mm -hmm. you're going to do everything in your power to make sure that don't happen again, right? Yes, sir. Boy, did y'all change that around. Yes. One loss all year. Now, that's got to that's surprise you, doesn't it? Um, a little bit, and then not really, because we stand in our own way. Okay. No other team really stands in front of us. Well, uh, you know what? There's absolutely nothing wrong with confidence. As you always say, it goes, if you can back it up, yeah. well, then it's, a, it's up to somebody else to stop you, right? Yes, it is. Okay. Well, how about you, uh, Melanie? What were you expecting out of yourself and – did you have that personal drive, too, because y'all ended in such a lousy way last year for y'all? Um, this year, I just wanted to make sure that I could stay healthy and, like, play and be able to contribute all season long because last year I had to have surgery because I was injured for, like, 18 games throughout the season. Wow. Okay. Well, the girls, of course, um, uh, one thing that I'm always curious about with, with these young athletes such as yourself is your outstanding students or you wouldn't make it, you know, to the basketball court and um, your outstanding players. Now that takes a lot out of you. So you gotta have some downtime. What I wanna know, and we'll start with you, Melanie, what do you do in that downtime to relax and enjoy yourself and get away from the pressure of the classroom and the, and the, and the basketball court? Um, you already know, cell, cell phones. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> social no. media, social media, phones. I'll be on FaceTime, either that, and really? I'll go to sleep. Oh, my goodness. We don't have time to sleep. We're on the phone. Did you sleep much in class? Um, no. Oh. I, I eat during class. <laughs> okay. Maya, how about you? Um, I leave all my things in the car, my school bag and my basketball bag, so I don't attempt to even try to go work out. Really? Yeah. You don't want to tempt yourself, Tony. Yeah. You know you need a little downtime, right? Yes, I do. Because, so I uh, you know, um, all, all work and no play mm -hmm. makes you girls angry. Now, now uh, what do y'all do for, for a hobby? Do you have any hobbies that, that, uh, that might interest me? Because I'm going to be very shocked if y'all, one of you, don't mention this one. So um. I'm going to start with... Uh, Maya, because you look like you're ready yes. to tell me exactly what. I cook and I work. You cook and work? Yes. Now, when you say work. I have a job. Really? Yeah. Well, girl, you just surprised me everywhere I, I turned. That's, that's terrific. Yeah, that, there's not an unbusy bone in your body, is there? Well, no. Not, not really. much, except when you're sleeping. That, yeah. ain't, that ain't much, right? Uh, okay, Melanie, how about you? Um, when I'm not playing basketball, I'm either asleep or eating somewhere. <laughs> or doing what? Or eating somewhere. Eating somewhere? You're not eating that phone, are you? No. <laughs> All right, well, girls, let me tell you what. Now, you surprised me because there's one thing that women are notorious for. Shopping? Bingo! Oh, oh I'm a good I shopper. Good I, I, I can spend me some money, you know. Oh, you know? I, bet, I just bet you could. <laughs> don't even look at the price yeah, tag. Yeah, you don't just have no money left okay. after you pay that song. Sale bill, <laughs> You have any left after that sale bill? Mm, Does mom and daddy have to get on to you about that? They don't really say nothing to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, then I'm not going to say nothing either. You just talk yourself away. Well, girls, I, I tell you what, um, 
uh, going off to, to school next year uh, and, and being seniors. Uh, this one question I like to ask girls every once in a while, because I ask guys a lot. You have young ladies during the season come up to you after ball games, you know, and congratulating you and this kind of thing. Do you ever get the opportunity to tell young ladies why they ought to play basketball and why you love it so much? And we'll start with you, Melanie. Uh, I mean, I, a lot of, like, middle schoolers, like, yeah. they'll, like, talk to me. Like, they know who I am, and they'll speak to me when they see me. And they'll talk to me about, like, good game. But I've never really, like, sit down and actually have, like, a conversation with them for real. Oh, okay. Yeah. Have you had that opportunity in mind? Um, I've only had that once when I was with my dad training this girl. And I had told her that if you're going to play, just give it all you got and leave everything on the court. Yeah, yeah. Well, I, I tell you what, girls, going into to, to next year, uh, it's going to be a whole different situation, being in school, uh, in college, and, and uh, uh, trying to chase that dream of what we're going to do after school. But girls, till you get there, enjoy what you've done, enjoy the championship you've won. And the, and the last question I want to ask you, and uh, we'll start with you, Melanie, to this point in your young life, Who's been the most inspirational person or persons? Um, honestly, uh, Coach Crystal has been like the most inspirational person to me. Like, she's always pushed me and like been honest with me about everything. That lady? Yes. <laughs> well, bless your heart. That's a compliment to not only you but to her because I know how much she cares about you girls. And how about you? Um, my mom, my dad, Coach Crystal, and Coach Cowan. Well, I tell you what, girls, um, you couldn't have ended your careers any better than that state championship. And that was probably then both of you been on two championships, right? Yes, sir. And so was the second one better than the first? No. No. No? Well, I'm not going to go into that, <laughs> but I'm going to say congratulations on both of them. Girls, y'all have a wonderful career in college, okay? And good luck down the road. And folks, uh, we've had another great show, Outstanding Coaching, Outstanding Young Athletes. We'll do it again next week. Till then, you know what the snapper always says, bicycle. You can catch our show on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Breaker, Pocket Cast, Radio Public, Stitcher, and YouTube. You can also visit us on our social media outlets, Facebook and Twitter. Be sure to like and subscribe to our platforms. If you have an idea for a show topic or would like to be a sponsor, please email us at castvshow321 at gmail.com.